Section 49 of A Minor War History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. A Minor War History by Martin Alonzo Haynes. Letter 133. Point Lookout, Maryland, February 20, 1864 zero weather is pretty strenuous for this latitude but that is what we have been getting the frigid wave has struck us good and hard and the river is again frozen up so that we have no mail from washington for five days last wednesday the thermometer stood at seventeen degrees below zero which would do credit even to new england it was so cold wednesday night that about midnight i had to turn out and build a fire i filled my little stove with fine wood and soon had a roaring fire going over which i sat and dozed until nearly morning there certainly is a prospect that a portion of the old men who have not re-enlisted will be given a chance to go home to vote at the coming election day before yesterday a list was made of the republican members of the regiment and it was my understanding that they were to be furloughed and sent home at the same time as the re-enlisted men a boat came in yesterday morning to take the re-enlisted men but went away without them and it is not improbable that when she comes again it will be found that she is to take away a hundred or two staunch republicans among whom i will be glad to be numbered again there are apprehensions of a rebel attempt on this post a picket boat brought information that there is quite a force of rebels at a point on the other side with many small boats our little fleet is all ready for anything they may try on an armed schooner lies right off our camp with boarding nets up a detachment of men from the second has been sent on board to serve as marines and if johnny reb strikes that boat he will have all the fun he wants sunday february twenty first hen everett has a letter from his brother willie and they are expecting him home before election they have what they consider absolutely reliable information that the republican members of the regiment if not others are coming home they will be disappointed however he cannot get away as there is no one in the regiment who understands his duties well enough to undertake them end of letter one thirty three letter one thirty four point lookout maryland february twenty ninth eighteen sixty four evening just received a letter from you and answer it at once with the announcement that within one week i will be with you furloughs are being made out with all haste and we will probably be off before tomorrow night possibly tonight we are going all the way to boston by boat so this letter will reach you before we get to boston we will go first to concord and will be furloughed for some stated time from there i shall of course make no delay in getting down to manchester i am writing identical letters both to manchester and new london so as to be sure of reaching you wherever you may be good-bye for a week end of letter one thirty four note on february twenty fourth 
four hundred and fifty men from the three regiments started for new hampshire on the steamer admiral dupont on furloughs of twenty days returning they left boston on march eighteenth as narrated in the following letter end of note letter one thirty five point lookout maryland march tenth eighteen sixty four got back to point lookout last night at about one o'clock safe and sound the first thing of course i struck for my tent with keen anticipation of the comfort ahead as it came into view it struck me that pendleton who had been left in charge as acting postmaster kept rather open house the door was wide open and when i got inside and felt around i found nothing but an empty shell not a solitary piece of furniture met my inquiring touch the stove was gone the desk distributing boxes in fact the entire outfit the establishment was entirely dismantled for the first time in my whole army experience i was homesick i felt like one who treads alone some banquet hall deserted whose guests were fled its garlands dead and all but me departed well i went down to the company and turned into george lawrence's bunk and today i got the whole story pendleton carried things with a high hand did not attend to his duties in any kind of manner and his conduct became so outrageous that he was sent back to the company and the business turned over to the chaplain so now othello's occupation's gone old mr bailey told me he heard them planning to get rid of pendleton and the colonel said very emphatically that he wanted me to have the place when i came back but they decided it would make little difference to me what was done as i would probably receive a commission within a few weeks my choice seems to lie between taking a commission in a negro regiment or going back to company duty under gordon and his precious gang of non-coms and i think my preference will be for the negroes i will have my furlough made out to-day and will probably go to washington for examination within a few days now i must tell you about our trip back from new hampshire on our arrival in boston we at once went on board the steamer guide and a slow old guide she was but slow as she was she was in a hurry to get away the instant the baggage was on board she started so suddenly that a number of the boys never got aboard but were left behind this was tuesday afternoon and friday morning we were at fortress monroe we got ashore about noon and loafed around until five o'clock when we took the baltimore boat at eleven we met the tugboat from the point got aboard and bobbed about out on the bay until the boat from baltimore came along from her we got some of the boys who missed connections at boston among the number was jess dewey and johnny ogden who had come on to baltimore by rail my home grub gloriously met all drafts and i ate the last of it this morning for breakfast parties of our men now go across to virginia every day for wood so far as fuel is concerned we are living off the enemy's country not more than half our furloughed men have got back yet 
and they will probably be straggling along for some time afternoon my furlough to go to washington has just gone to headquarters for endorsement and i shall be off within two or three days frank wassley sent me word that he and irene would like to see me so i went up and called they were living as cozy as could be and i had a jolly visit they have two tents boarded up and the walls neatly papered making two very attractive rooms End of section 49. Recording by John Brandon.